Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Do you ever wish you could sketch your sewing ideas on an outline of your own body? My Body Model will make that possible. They're kickstarting a web app that will make beautiful sketch templates exactly to your measurements. And they have a special giveaway offer for our listeners later in the broadcast. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm Zidi Donahue. And did you all notice we had a little little sponsor thing at the beginning of this podcast? Oh, was that us? Yes. <laughs> You're there. <laughs> was that me talking? <laughs> so if you are somebody who's listening to Sewing Out Loud uh, and uh, the Self-Sewn Wardrobe, we started taking sponsors, and it's been really cool. It has. We've it had has. cool sponsors. Because we only take cool sponsors. Yeah. That's why. I just, you know... I describe to our sponsors when they're like, oh, well, you know, who are your, who are you people? Like, why would I want to talk to them? And I call them, I call you, dear listener, smart people who sew. That's right. That's who you are. You're smart. Because only smart people can sew. That's right. That's right. So if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you're automatically smart. And if you're really smart, unlike Lonnie, (laughs) you trace your sewing path. We got a shout out to somebody besides Lonnie. There no. are other people that are on team, uh, Tra- team, tr- team, team trace or team cut that blank yeah, out, cut that crap out. Yeah, or whatever. there you go. Yeah, well, I, I know, but Lonnie uh, just well, she really well. Puts Amanda out is there. like she she's a floater. Yeah. She goes back and forth. She's on whosoever team suits her that Ooh. day. Yeah. Hmm. Oh no 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 That's no. Somebody you'd like yeah. to have on yeah. your? I don't know. She's about sort of, that. she's sort of like a border state in in the Civil War. <laughs> Whatever side she wants to be on. We all know what we think. Like which side we think Team Trace is because it's the right side. Okay. Yeah, it's the correct side. <laughs> team Trace is the right side. I want to talk about this because. I think that a lot of people, when we talk about tracing patterns, they do understand what we're talking about, but then some people aren't familiar with the process. Right. And there are different types of tracing paper out there and stuff. Absolutely. You know, so I just want to clarify. And people are using different things to trace with, and some of the things are kind of confusing to me as to why they are using them. I I find them to maybe... It, it, it was, would hinder me if I was tracing with some of these materials, so we'll, and I want to say why. We're going to um, just go through our process of tracing patterns, I think, in uh, half, half the first half of the show. Right. It's like half, well, well half we, we one. don't know if it's a half. We just know that's what we're starting half with. Half one. Half one. <laughs> God. Half one of the show. Act one. One Act of, one one of, of the two, show. One of two. Okay. So and then Mom, we'll do two, two. That's right. 
So we part the first, ZD and Mallory tracing patterns. Okay. So if you get a pattern, especially, of course, it's a multi-sized pattern. Especially if it's multi-sized. And some patterns, like quick sews, are specifically made to be traced. That's right. They're nested. I mean, they're set up, they're nested, and they're, you know, if there's five patterns, they're in like five different colors or... You mean five sizes, not five patterns. Right. Excuse me. It yeah. might be five patterns. Well, I know. But, but yeah, they're in yeah. five <laughs> sizes, and each line it has its own color, or some of them are dashes and dots. You know, you can tell which colors, you know, which... So, so every size eight or whatever it might be, or every size small is, you know, one specific color. And with multi-size patterns that are nested like that, if you just go and cut out the pattern... Yeah, you're uh, losing but, the other pattern. Yeah, so if you have a pattern that has size 0, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, I mean, like the ginger jean pattern, it's like size 0 to 20. So, yeah. Okay, that's like 10 sizes. So you can sew for the world. Yeah, right. And if you cut out the size 6, you lose information. Well, and I have news for all of you <laughs> out there. You might not be a size 6 for the rest of your life. And if you do cut out the size 6, you might also lose information Exactly. About the smaller size, too, because of the way they're yes. nested. Yes. You don't like, you're not like, oh, I'm never going to be uh, bigger than a six, so I'll cut out the six. You could lose information about size two and zero yes. and four and Absolutely. all that, just so you know. Okay. Well, and the next thing you're going to say is grading between the patterns, right? No, that's not oh. the next thing I was oh, going to say. I'm going to stop here. No, this okay. is where I think people don't. Like, a couple of people have been confused. Mm -hmm. What actually happens? We lay out this multi-size pattern Correct. on our cutting table. Some people have talked about taping them to a window, mm -hmm. which is very smart. Our glass top table. Or like a sliding door, you know. Right. And then we lay some kind of translucent material over them. Okay? Over the pattern. It's on top. The tracing paper's on top. Right. There is something else. Okay, there's other types of things that are called tracing paper that are like transfer paper, and we'll talk about that in Act 2. But what we're talking about is we lay down the pattern, then we lay down our translucent tracing paper, and we trace. And we trace. And, and when you're saying translucent, I'm saying it's, it doesn't have to be translucent. But it's not opaque. You can see through it. Okay, there's transparent, there's right. translucent, oh, translucent, and then there's good, opaque. Guess, yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's okay. translucent, okay. right? All right. It is not opaque. Right. It is not, I mean, if, you know. Opaque means you cannot see through it. Yeah. Transparent is it's we're getting, like a window and you can see right through we're it. We're getting really basic here. Right. Well, I don't know. Mom's like, oh, I thought you wanted to I get don't know. <laughs> yeah. And translucent means you can see that it's there. It has some shade of coloring or something to it, but you can see through it. So you can read the newspaper through it. That's right. And so you trace, you transfer your information, you transfer your markings. This is where, you know, you're totally right that I was going to mention grading between sizes. Okay. This is... <laughs> The look you're giving Go me. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you measure yourself and you're a six at the waist and an eight at the hip or whatever, you know, or you want to lengthen or shorten something, this is where that can happen while you're tracing when you have all that information. You want to trace not only the outline of your pattern, but you want to transfer things like notches, pattern piece name, the size, grain. the date, the grain, all of that information that is on the pattern. 
I think we actually have a checklist for this on our website. Okay, so I'm going to throw my (laughs) ring and go here. My so I always have my sloper made up, and I always trace right my sloper, even though it's only one size. Oh my! Because I made it for myself, (laughs) but I keep that original because it is you know, my body shape and fit, and then I trace it and I can make it so I don't change my original. Right. And that's why, whether you're you're grading from one size to the other or not, the reason you want to keep that original is because some pe- sometimes you wind up making the wrong adjustment and cutting something off or making too many alterations. This happens all the time. Yep. Mm-mm. And then you can't go back to what your original was or you even forget like what it was. Well, and I had somebody and she's a very new um, stitcher, I think, in the group. And she traced out a pattern and she was like, oh, I wish I would have like I want to raise the neckline. Right. And that's not too difficult of something to do most of the time. But. You know, I talked to her about tracing patterns. She's like, I didn't even know that was a thing that you could do. Right. And she says, I'll do that from now on, you know. Uh, And that would have given her, like, the – it would have given her a guideline for – Well, you're just keeping the original instructions is what you're doing. Yeah, it's like when you cut up the pattern, it's like you're cutting out pages of a book. And I think just the other day, Lonnie had to print out another PDF because – Oh, 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 oh. Now – you know what a lot of people say? They're like, well, in kids' clothes, I don't trace. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe not. Maybe it's a bunch of rectangles. Maybe you think it's okay to print out again. Maybe you think the kid isn't, like, hard to fit. I mean, to be honest, I'm talking about sewing for me. I'm talking <laughs> you know? But we do well, have slopers I, for Zelda. You know, and we have slopers for children. I might not trace, like, a bag pattern. Oh, sure. Although I can't remember if I've ever used a bag pattern in my life. But, I mean, there might be something like that I don't trace. But another reason I trace the original is I can keep the original intact and I don't wear it out. Right. Because every time I lay that pattern out and I cut it out or fold it over or make it shorter for one person and fold it and then unfold it for the next person that's taller or whatever, I you know, I'm crimping and folding and, and changing, you know, I'm I'm manipulating Whatever material I traced that onto. And it wears out. They do wear out. And yeah. I'm trying to keep my original intact. I will say that uh, let's pretend we're talking about the ginger jeans here. And there's like a fly shield. <laughs> and it's a big rectangle right. with like a, a notch taken out of the bottom. And then it's just like every size is like a quarter inch bigger. Right. So I did. I It's a quarter inch. It doesn't get wider. It just uh-huh. gets taller. I did cut that out. And I do just fold that over to my size. Now, see, in some cases like that, I might just measure the rectangle and draw my own rectangle well, on the fabric. That's true, too. Um, or there, I think there are just a couple other, like on the Kelly Anorak, it's uh-huh. like the hood is the same size except down, like the, on the collar, mm-hmm. it just gets longer. And so, no, I, you know, technically I did, I cheated. And I cut out that piece, you, and then you I just cheated on it the back. team. I did. I cheated on the team, but but I didn't cut anything off. Right. You didn't, didn't lose any of, information. Yes, I didn't get rid of any information. Right. So I'm like, I think I'm okay. I won't be court-martialed or anything. Um, right. <laughs> so no demerit this time. Thank goodness. So just keep that in mind. Uh, 
you know, there of course there are ways to kind of like get around it, but whenever somebody comes up with like an argument against tracing, I'm like, you know, do what you want to do. Yeah, everybody gets to do what they want to do. But, we're just telling, giving you our right. reason. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I always say there's more than one right way to do thing something. Yeah, but there's always a really good wrong way to do it. Yes, yes. And so I just don't think it's like something that you'll regret doing. Um, let's. I think. And okay, people talk about the time. Yeah. I okay. Okay. I I really don't think it takes a lot of time. The waveform got red when I oh because you I got really excited. Anyway, yeah, mom, you're right. People, sorry, <laughs> people complain about time. They complain about sewing time. I mean, tracing does technically take time. Everything you do takes. Well, does it take time. any longer than cutting out the pattern? You know what? It doesn't take any longer than going to have to get it like printed out again. No, or cutting, it or cutting. Up. You have to cut out the pattern, mm-hmm. if especially if it's printed on, um, you know, uh, computer paper. Yeah. You have to cut that out, too. Right, and you right. Have, yeah. Who wants to put those things together again? But anyway, I mean, not all patterns are, are PDFs that we're, we're, that we're printing I, off I either. I used PDF patterns, and I used a PDF pattern of the Ginger Jeans to teach. Like, Did and, you? Yeah. And I, I let people trace off of it and stuff. But, you know, there's time that you can put in at the beginning that will save you time later. Well, what I would like to say about time is... It might take you a little bit more time, especially if you're not used to it. Sure. Okay. But it also lets you learn the pattern because you're, you are becoming intimate with the lines of that pattern. And don't just like make things up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's teaching somebody how to do something. And they made it up. And they, they was like, oh, where are your notches? And she's like, oh, right here, you know. And then I was like. These just, you know, these just don't look right. And I laid out her tracing paper. And, I mean, she just, like, made it up. Like, don't don't make it up. Lay it back over if you missed a mark or something. Well, anyway. Okay. Well, and I will tell you, once you've traced a pattern, if you trace it again, you'll be so fast at it. Yeah. And, and okay, so what do we trace with? How, how, do, you, how no, do you? message break first. Oh, You're message. trying to go to act two. And it's it's we haven't done the interlude yet, okay? We haven't. We've been talking a really long time. I know. And so now it's time for a message break An and interlude. a interlude and a word from our sponsor. We talk a lot about body positivity on this show, and I want to tell you about my body model, an exciting new design tool that's kickstarting right now. My Body Model was created by a sewist who wanted to see what a finished garment would look like on her body before she went through all the work of sewing it. She wanted to sketch her sewing ideas, but she couldn't find any sketching templates that looked like her. She tried making her own body sketches by tracing over photographs, and she got an idea. She decided to make an app where you could enter your measurements and instantly get a beautiful croquis. She's doing a Kickstarter to make it happen, and she's more than halfway to reaching her goal. My Body Model is offering an exclusive giveaway to our listeners. To enter, go to sewhere.com slash mybodymodel, all one word, 
and sign up for email updates. You will get a free PDF coloring page of My Body Model's beautiful prototype croquis, and you will be entered to win a free croquis made to your measurements. We'll do the giveaway drawing live in our Facebook group as soon as the My Body Model web app is built and ready. I'm so excited for My Body Model to become a reality, and I'm cheering for their Kickstarter campaign to succeed. Go to sohere.com slash mybodymodel for the Kickstarter link and to sign up for the giveaway. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Okay, ZD's failed segue. What were you saying, Mom? Maybe I just didn't talk. People are complaining that I talk over Mallory. They're being mean to me on the internet. I think what you said was, <laughs> now let's talk about what we trace with. Well, I, I think this we should talk about... Materials. Let's talk about our specific way. Yeah. Now, this is not the only correct way. I think that this is where we sort of allow for a lot more flexibility. Like if you say you're just going to cut out your pattern, we're going to be like, well, we don't advise you do that, you know, but there are lots of different ways to trace. Right. So we like to lay out our pattern and then lay out medical tracing paper. Right. Which is that when you go to the doctor and they have the the exam table and they pull, you know, they have that roll of paper and they pull it down and Hopefully they pull a clean one down, like yeah. before you come in, and then throw yours away. And, uh-huh. Okay, well, don't ask them for that one. But anyway, because you can, you can purchase this now, and you you can purchase it through us, you know, through sewing stores because yes. we now carry it. Um, in the olden days, say twenty years ago, we used to buy this from the medical supply people, and then. The notions suppliers got onto it that we were buying it from the medical supply people. So then the notions wholesalers started carrying it so we could get it through them. Yeah. And uh, so we like this exam tracing paper, medical tracing paper. Like mom said, we actually sell it. Uh, it can, it's heavy because there's. It's heavy to ship. It's is heavy what to she ship. Means. Yeah. There's like 200. It lasts yards, forever. Especially. It, if, it, 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 I mean, I can't imagine unless you are in the process of. Tracing multiple patterns every day that you'd have a problem running out. Especially if you were an individual. Now, over it, when we used to own the brick and mortar store, ZD Sewing Studio, I would run out of the tracing Well, paper. and we, we gave a lot away right. with people when we were teaching classes and doing things. So we were and, teaching people. People were, you know, marking off right. multiple patterns. But if you're just like an individual that's doing stuff for yourself, right. you will probably... Yeah, not go through a roll. Now, there are specific papers other than this sold sold through sewing venues that are like the Swedish tracing papers. Um, you know, there are other tracing papers. And there are some artist products I've heard that sold, people like. Right, sold in artist stores, sold in office supply stores. Okay, and so another funny customer story is I had this lady who was like, 
she like really didn't want to buy tracing paper from us. And I was like, okay, right. well, you just are going to. And I think. Are was, you talking about that lady I got mad at? Which? Hello. <laughs> okay. Hello. So um, we. She didn't know I was mad at. We had a t-shirt class and we were going to be drafting the sloper and then tracing. And I was like, you'll need tracing paper, you know? And then she's like, well, is it is it this is it this kind of tracing paper? I can only get eight and a half by 11 pa- tracing paper at, at Hobby Lobby. And I was like, yeah, that's why we have this big stuff here. You know, it's 22 inches wide, 22 and a half inches wide, whatever. You know, and, and she's like, oh, well, I can't get that at Hobby Lobby. And I'm like, no, you can get it in this store right here. You know, and, and so anyway, she's like, but do I have to use that? And I said, you just have to use something you can see through to, to trace right. through. Like the word trace, I right. don't know. Y- you know, okay, so we really like the exam paper. Some people like the Swedish paper. What I don't like about the Swedish paper, personally, I don't like how my my writing utensil. I don't like it. I don't like writing on it. it. Right. Yeah, I don't right. like writing it's, on it. It's 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 a um, what what do you tactile want? thing? Or like yeah, a it, tact- I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not. Oh, I can't remember. I'll think about it. Is it like a bonded type? Yeah, yeah. It, it's like an interfacing. It's almost like interfacing. Okay, and, so and interfacing is something people use too. Yes, and so to, to print on. People will be like to, you know, to draw trace. on, right? Yeah, people say, "Oh, I got this big bolt of interfacing from right. you know somebody who died or something." Yeah, that <laughs> happens. I'm like, yeah, so as long as you can see through it, um, that's fine. Now, people sometimes use the Swedish tracing paper or the interfacing to do like tissue fitting. Right. Um, I'm not a big tissue fitter. I'm not either. I'm not. I I think tissue. Fitting is almost a waste of time. I'd rather just cut it out of well, your muslin. Be- you're going to have to do your muslin. The paper, anyway, yeah. the paper is not going to hang. Right, no. like, right. I mean, tissue paper does not hang like your fabric. And you can mark on your muslin, and you can absolutely. You can I mean, do whatever you some want. Some muslins, you might be able to trace if you want yes. to like trace seam lines right, or, or right. something like that. So. But that is why the Swedish tracing paper exists, and it, it is, it is. and you can actually sew it together. Yes, yes. So you can sew it together. You could get an idea. It's not a terrible idea, but um, we're, it's just not our preferred method. <clears throat> but one material that we've come across quite a few people using in the Facebook group that baffles us a little bit are um, there's a couple, so I want to hear what you're going to say. <gasps> trash bags. Yeah. Okay. When I take my pattern out of the folded package, yeah, and it's been folded, I press it with my iron so it's nice and flat and goes back to its original flatness and shape. Right. How you can't press, you cannot press the the trash, trash bag. bag. Yeah. So I'm people, not putting my iron on the trash bag. No, and somebody somebody said like dollar store shower curtains too, and I was just like. Okay, you know, yeah. it's just not something I... I now, think. when... Okay, in costuming, it sometimes you would trace a pattern onto cardboard. Or something thicker. Or transfer yeah. it onto something thick, or like a vinyl, uh-huh. you know, because it became a template because you had to make 42 of these sure. or whatever, and you, you know, you went around it so many times and it hung on the the wall and you used it over and over so i don't understand the trash bag thing and the other thing i don't understand at all is the water soluble thing yeah somebody said that they were using water soluble stabilizer now which is expensive too and it's see-through sure but once again but what if you sneeze on it (laughs) it doesn't seem it doesn't seem very durable the problem with that is what i I know about water-soluble stabilizer is 
it can shrink. Okay. Yeah. It can dissolve. It can basically, you know, melt away. I mean, you, you might not know if your pattern becomes distorted. Yeah, it can degrade. From time to time. And again, you can't press it. No. I don't, I don't understand that. And the the trash bag and the and the plastic too, like, you know, plastic shower curtains can get like crinkly after right. they've been, you know, they can get stiff after they've been folded okay. and they're older. I would suggest you not use anything you can't press with a with a yeah with an iron with yeah. a cool iron because we so we we do um, trace our patterns mm-hmm. and then we cut them out right okay cut out the pattern and we store those patterns and we like to store them in nine by six poly bags which That's we right. also like we've we've kind of put together like a little bit of a kit you know right. um on the website that we well we have. and i trace with a pencil uh-huh. so i can go back yep and when we fold up those patterns that's what mom's talking about. We right. fold them up, we put them in the poly bag, and, and then, then we you get use them back them out, and right. we will press them. I mean, more than likely, if you have a pattern and you like it, you will use it again. Oh, yeah. I think so. Now, other things I have traced with are onto papers I've used as tracing paper are parchment paper. I've used um, newsprint, from like the end from from the actual newspaper. Yep, yep. Not with not that's been printed on because that ink smudges off. You want clean newsprint. Yeah, you know that's a really good point because sometimes people will make patterns from printed paper that's bags right. or or newspaper, mm-hmm. and you do need to be careful, right? You know, one, and that is another thing. I've used grocery bags like brown paper grocery bags. Yeah, wrapping paper. I. I, now you can't see through it, so right. that in that instance, you know, you need a tracing type table where lights coming through and all that kind of thing. But do be careful with any bag that has ink on it or right. any any material that has ink on it. You know, I was up here in the studio when I was a wee babe, and I was stuffing pillows, and I had the polyfill bag against my leg. I was sitting on like the couch stuffing pillows, and it was hot. And I moved the poly bag, and the, the ink like, was on your leg. You know, the Raggedy Ann was on my leg. So there are other materials that are, you know, you can use. Um, butcher paper is another one. Yeah, we have some butcher paper. And butcher paper, I usually. I, I don't trace with as much as I draft a new pattern onto. It yeah, because like. it's more substantial right the same way with the brown paper that comes on a roll too yeah and craft paper well you can get and you can get you know you can get that stuff pretty wide even but you can't see through it i mean when it comes down to tracing yes we just really like the medical exam paper and we're sure that there's people that have something else that they might let us know about yeah and i i think Um, those are all valid well there there are there are also types of paper i have had i had a source one time and I don't anymore but it was like a wrapping paper that was sort of translucent oh and it would have like flowers on it it was real pretty Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've seen some of those patterns in here and I could trace on that and it came in like big sheets it wasn't on a roll so real quick here you know we're kind of we're winding up act two here I want to talk about another type of tracing paper that people talk about, and it's transfer paper that you use with a tracing wheel. Right. That's where some people were getting and confused. And it, it's kind of like in the old days we had carbon paper where you have you have your whatever your design is on, one piece of paper, 
So what you do is you put down your blank piece of paper or your blank fabric, right? Yeah. First. Mm-hmm. Then you put down what is called tracing paper, or sometimes it's called transfer paper. And it also comes in colors. Yes. Because yes. if you have only yellow, you can't put it on yellow fabric. Mm-hmm. So you, you would buy a package that would have like four or five Three, colors four, in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you put your pattern on top of that. Yes. And then you have a tracing wheel that's like has little pins in it. Uh-huh. So it's it's like a pizza cutter. But instead, little notches are out of it, so it's cogged. Uh-huh. And so when you trace over those lines, what you get is a dotted line that transfers to that blank piece on the bottom. Okay. And you know, to be perfectly honest, this is not a product that I have used or use often. And I used it a lot right. in the 60s and 70s. So I don't anymore. What I want to say is when we talk about like putting like tracing and cutting out a whole like pants pattern right we're not going and putting the tracing paper under our pattern it's not like a carbon copy it's often used to mark like darts or things that are you know within the pattern you can slip that paper under there run your tracing wheel and it transfers those markings to your fabric um or maybe you're modifying a pattern and that's where you'll find that in the store is in the like you know transfer pins and the marking pins well, and all that it's generally in that and area i just think that people thought that maybe that's what we were doing yeah like or, or you know when they heard now the that word, would be really hard and time consuming <laughs> when they heard the word tracing right. paper that's what they were thinking yeah. and i wanted to make it clear that that's not what we were doing right. okay but it can that that tool can be useful it's just not it's not what we are using to like preserve patterns right to preserve um our PDF patterns or our patterns from an envelope or anything like that. So just heads up. Does that make sense? Right. I hope that clears that up for a lot of people. That was kind of the point of this podcast, actually, was that the tracing is not transfer You mean paper. we said all that just for this? Yeah, it's like a, you know, this this actually is one of our shorter episodes, I believe. Um, but, Amazing. Yeah. I feel like I've been here forever. Uh, so I think, do you have anything else to say about tracing, uh, tracing your patterns other than, I did write a blog post that, is called Always Trace Your Sewing Patterns. And I got, you know, pretty opinionated about it. A couple of people haven't read it. Uh-huh. No, some people have read it, and they just like to tell us that they're not tracing. So, you guys, you have to tell us if you're on Team, team trace. trace or... Team, cut that sh- out. Yes. <laughs> Those are the two teams that have been defined right. in the self-sewn wardrobe group. Uh, you Obviously, you can be like a – you can play for different different teams at different times. You can, you can play for either team, and you can still be in, uh, in the same group. Yeah, we'll still talk to you. We just might give you a little bit of trouble, okay? All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram. We're ZD Sewing Studio. You can uh, get information about sponsoring some So Here Media at SoHere.com slash sponsor. And you can always email me at Mallory at SoHere.com. The last thing I have to say is so long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. 
From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, yeah. 